What is up guys, it is Stu. And are you tired of your social media copywriting sucking? Are you tired of being frustrated every time you try to type out the words that go with the photos or videos? I know that if I was talking to you, you could talk to me about it perfectly. You could articulate what it is you do and what problems you solve. But the second you go to type it out, you're just like, uh, I don't know what hashtags, like, I don't know, I'll just say carpe diem. Like, you just, you shit the bed when it comes to typing out your copy. Not anymore. I am now offering copywriting services for micro gym owners. We will get on a one hour call, you, me, and a copywriter that I've hired that works with my brand, Urban Movement, several other micro gyms, and we are gonna go ahead and discuss your brand specifically. Who is your avatar client? What are the micro problems that you solve for those people? How do you solve them? Are you a PT first gym? Are you straight to class? It doesn't matter because this is 100% tailored towards your business. No bullshit templates that I'm rinse and repeating and giving to everybody. Everything is completely unique for you. And then at the end of the copy, the thing that really brings it home, and that's where the magic of a copywriting service comes in, we tie it all up and we allow the individual to you know, visualize their success, what life would be like when they get rid of that problem via your business and service. That's the thing that makes copywriting copywriting. It's the thing that makes ads sell and people click on links. So if you're ready for your copy with your social media to actually start making you money and for it to actually resonate with your customer, to push your brand message forward and to put more members in your fucking building, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Hit me up on Instagram and we'll begin the process to see if it is a good fit for you and your business. Guys, thank you for listening. On with the podcast. What is up? It is Stu. It is What the Fuck Gym Talk. And I was actually on the schedule to coach our 5.30 a.m. class today. Right? I, I don't get to coach that much anymore. Um, more now. But I, uh, I was on the schedule to coach our 5.30 a.m. And I no-showed. I complete fucking no-showed. Like, one more time. I... I own the fucking business. This is my thing. And I get to coach a class and I fucking no-showed. I had whatever, however many people outside of five, my building at 530 with not a fucking person there. They got up early. They were looking, you know, they fucking, you know, they set their goddamn alarms. They woke up. They were ready to go for class. And there was no one there. Some of them with the flexibility in their jobs stuck around and took 6.30. The other ones who had shit to do had to go home with no fucking workout and a complete fucked start to their day. You know what a letdown that is? To want to get up and like, you know, you don't want to get up, but you like, you want, you know, whatever goals you're chasing and you get ready for your fitness and you show up and then the fucking business doesn't show up. Huge huge letdown on our end. And I'm making this podcast to share this with you because I want to talk about customer service, hospitality, and overcorrection. Listen, bottom line in the fitness industry, what happened today, on a long enough timeline, I know every gym owner, every studio owner can resonate with that scenario. Right on a long enough timeline, 
anyone who, you know, when you have a role, uh, that individual and their job is to, to wake up unnaturally early, right? We'd all agree, like waking up at 4.30 in the morning to coach or 5.30 in class is probably an unnatural time thing. It's, you know, most people's bodies don't naturally wake up. It's bound to happen. And it's not an excuse, but I know every fitness owner and you know, uh, you know, manager and you know, even the instructors that that this happens to. Trust me, I understand your internal like. I, maybe maybe it's not uh, categorized just like this, but I have like nuclear fucking rage with myself, like nuclear. There is nothing like this scenario. I can count on you know, one hand the times this has uh, happened to me, but holy shit. Nothing upsets me more. Nothing upsets me more. And it's and it's in any aspect where our business falls short of what we promised. Right? That's a customer service issue. We promised a certain thing and we under-delivered. So now it's time to really like again, whenever this happens, this might not be, you know, a no-show scenario like this. It could be another scenario in your business. Here's how I recommend you handle it. First and foremost, because it can be a little bit more of an informal communication, communicate with your staff. Let them know you fucked up. Let them know. You have to get into like the ins and outs. Like, whoa, my alarm. Like, nobody gives a fuck. Like, the why is so irrelevant. It doesn't, like, please don't be sending out correspondence to staff or members explaining how your kid knocked over. Like, don't do any of that. Right? You just fucked up. It's just plain and simple. Nobody wants to hear the excuse. They want to hear the admittance that you fucked up. And then the next part, which is what you're going to do to overcorrect it. And I do. I believe in customer service in overcorrections more than anything. I had ordered a, a, my, one of my favorite overcorrection stories. Uh, it was like West, like, uh, yeah, I think it was West Elm. West Elm or Wayfair. I don't know. So I, I bought a furniture a few years back. And the tracking number had just kind of like been floating out there. I've been showing it's going to be delivered. It's going to be delivered. And it never got delivered. So I contact West Elm and I'm like, you know, and I'm like, what, what's going, like, where is it? Does it not exist? Is this a, did you not ship it? And they were like, this is ridiculous. We are so sorry. We're going to overnight or like next day freight you, whatever it is. So... Not only did, like, I mean, they literally, boom, instantly corrected it, sent it to me. And then in the uh, in an email, they sent me, it, it, it was definitely a canned response, but it was as personalized of a canned response, and I was happy with it. They sent me an email saying, hey, we're super sorry for the blunder on our end. Here's, you know, a 30% off, it's good for this long, blah, blah. And I mean, furniture is expensive, fucking 30% off, I was, I, I was really happy with that. I mean, I called, they instantly corrected it, like instantly, like made sure that the unit got on the freight and shipped out. It was there at my place within less than 48 hours and then said, hey, listen, we want you, I hope this doesn't, you know, fuck up our relationship going further. Here's a discount for a future purchase. We are so sorry. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that was, it may not seem like a lot. That was one of my favorite overcorrections I've had in recent memory with a company. And... It sucks because I feel like far too often we don't have those. The reason I, you know, like some of you guys might be thinking that's not a great example. I think it's because a lot of businesses don't overcorrect their mistakes. 
Now again, I'm a you know this one location small micro gym. I can really overcorrect, and we're going to. You know, big companies, it's the scale of that because there's a lot of fuck ups because human error is real and blah blah blah. Like it, you know, it. I get while you know large companies can't maybe crazily overcorrect from a math perspective, but from a let's call it an art perspective, a brand perspective, I think overcorrection in these scenarios is the play. So, so how is the urban movement going to overcorrect? We have uh, our promotion right now is what we call the Reset Series. It is eight weeks of unlimited membership for the price of one. We're going to go ahead for anyone that uh, was there. We're going to extend the Reset Series by a whole week, which for most of those people would be anywhere from three to four more workouts. Additionally, no cost. You know, um, for our current recurring members that were there that are on an EFT, we're going to go ahead and we're going to you know go knock off twenty five percent off their next month's dues. Um, and that is going to be our, our version, our, our form of overcorrecting. And it's, it's, you know, whether you agree with it or disagree with it or it doesn't, like that's how we're going to overcorrect. And we're sending it out there. And the correspondence is cru- crucial. So as I sit here right now, I will be sending out this correspondence. It will be in their inbox before 8 a.m. It's written, it's drafted. And the correspondence essentially says this. In, my, in our brand tone, so this is going to be Stu. This is what's, I'm not telling you the word for word what it says. But this is my tone, Stu's tone coming out, the WTF tone. But I but promise you that it's, it's written in Urban Movement's brand tone, which is very specific. Hey, we fucked up. We are beyond, we are beyond sorry that we fucked up. There's no excuse for fucking up. And while we can't take it back... Here's what we are offering you. We hope you accept it as our form of an apology and we can be fucking friends again. Like that's essentially what this email says, but in the, the tone of urban movement. And no, do not fucking DM me and ask if you can get a copy of the email. I will tell you to go fish yourself so goddamn quick. Um, anyway, like overcorrections. How many of you have this happened to and you didn't do anything special or to remedy it? You just said, oh, I'm sorry shit happens, right? Maybe some of you guys who do individual design and uh, fitness programming, like online, you didn't deliver it on time. You said you'd have it to everybody on Sundays by 8 p.m. and you, you, know, you didn't get it to them till you know, 1 a.m. When you fuck up as a small business, overcorrection, in my opinion, is the fucking play because number one, your client pool of good stories, like again, the the reason West Elm is you know didn't have to do that and it you know and most companies don't fuck with overcorrections in my opinion from a customer service perspective at least the great companies don't great companies do but the ones that don't it's uh, in my in my opinion it's because at scale they've got they're like well we've got so many good things going on that a couple bad reviews isn't gonna you know fuck it. like and they're not wrong but it also doesn't make it good business in my opinion. We're so small guys that a fuck up like that, you know, having 15 unhappy customers is it's not it's not small. That's it's fucking huge. Absolutely fucking huge. You have to overcorrect when you're small. And when you're small, you're nimble enough because of your lack of scale that you can overcorrect and you don't have crazy dire consequences. 
You know, like I talked about, like, it, you know, recalls on, like, a, a fucking Ford Explorer. They have to do a recall on 20,000 vehicles. Like, yeah, you better overcorrect on that. But at scale, that's going to cost millions. We're smaller businesses. We can't overcorrect. The other thing I'd really think about on here is the personalization of your auto of your overcorrect. Reach out individually, calling up and apologizing over the phone greatly, having the humility to say, I was wrong, we fucked up, will go a very long way. Guys, this is Stu. This is what the fuck Jim talk. And I fucked up today. But we're gonna overcorrect. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna probably beat the shit out of myself for it for a, a good couple days. That's it, that one's. This, it's gonna sting. It's gonna really fucking sting. And there's. I don't. I don't have like the self help. Like I'm. I'm such a. I don't have the ability to self help myself. Like it's okay. You made a mistake. Well, like I've got my rational brain and my emotional brain. And in these scenarios, my emotional brain is gonna whoop the shit out of me. Like just a straight whooping for the next few days. But I would take all that energy and anger and frustration, disgust myself, and just and pile it into the the rest of the week and the client experience I give my people, and and think of ways to ensure that the likelihood, you know, how you know, of us fucking up in any aspect of the business in the future, lowers. Can't take it to zero. There is no such thing as like taking it to zero. It, that, that's never going to happen. But anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I hope you're not fucking up today, but if you are, overcorrect and move on. Peace out, guys.